Welcome back to episode 32 of the Epic Epoch Podcast. I'm your host as always, Perry the Pig, and with me is my co-host here, Dread. Dread, welcome back. Hello, this is Dread, and in today's video topic, we're going to be talking about what? What are we going to be talking about? I today? don't know what we're talking about. So we have Glyph of Insight, and I feel like that's the biggest thing that got reintroduced in like the past week or so. You want to chat about that? I haven't even messed with it at all. Yeah, I haven't honest. either. <laughs> all right, so we are, we're about one week. We're like a week and a day into the patch. We can talk about what we've been doing, what uh, what memes we've heard from the community as they chat with us. Uh, and then and then we'll get like into specific topics after that. Of course. So what, what, what's been keeping you busy? I saw a couple of YouTube videos from you pop up. All right, so... Of course, since the last time we talked, I tried out the runic inv invocation setup with Igneous Rain, and guess what? That's bugged. It's missing like 70% more damage. Wonderful, there, of there's course. There's two separate more multipliers in the runic invocation skill tree that don't do anything. Yep. Cool. Yep. Okay, go on. <laughs> and then after that, I played Lament of the, Lament of the Lost Refuge with Frostclaw. That was very fun. That was a very fun build. I enjoyed that. The Rat City Spear. It looked very cool. I love that someone did it. Very cool. Well, I think one of the biggest questions I ever get when I'm streaming is like, is there like a brain dead one button build? I don't have to think. I hate the builds that you make because they're like 50 different buttons in combination to do a bunch of damage. And I'm like, all right, fine. And then like that build popped up and it's essentially as close as you're going to get. I watched the video that you called the one button build. It definitely mm -hmm. has like three or four buttons that you'd like to be clicking. Well, I mean, okay, all right. You got to think of it from like a, uh, you got to like dumb it down a little bit, right? Oh, you're playing you, wait, 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 wait. you know we're live right you're, now. You, we don't, should I, yeah, should I, I end the recording? No, you're good. You got to use a movement skill button. Obviously, everyone uses it in every game that's, ever. That's two we don't buttons, really count that as a on. button. Two buttons. I mean, it doesn't count. Right? Oh, sorry, my bad. Exile, I'm what about, what about Flame Ward, though? And Flame Ward, I mean, you don't have to actually click it if you don't want to. You can turn it on. You can make it cast on stun if you want to. But oh, essentially what I mean is one button to do your damage. You don't have to use, like, I don't have to use this other button to do my single target. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I don't have to touch any of these other buttons to just do damage, right? That, people, that's, that's what that means. People really hate Volatile Reversal, don't they? Yes, yes, People they do. People really they, they, hate volatile reversal. Yes, yes, they do. Yes. They they hate anything that requires an extra button. They hate yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Especially if you have to do it in order, then they really hate it. Well, when you start talking uh, about order, then I start getting upset too. Because like I, I start to call uh, those Konami codes. I don't want to type mm -hmm. in like 15 different things to make my build deal damage. But one or two things, I think that's I totally appropriate. Well, the problem, the problem with it is like the way Ellie has been designing their game, it's been very anti- that like it's been very against that kind of gameplay so it's like it's been a struggle finding a build to suit those people mm -hmm. per se <laughs> so you is, is there anything else you've been playing or is it just like those two builds uh there was the last one that i just played the uh, one i just topped off today that was the blitz wolf setup with the new helmet uh we're not going to talk about the bug with it or unintended mechanic we're just going to talk about the helmet itself uh so essentially the helmet it gives your flat lightning to your wolves, and normally this is really strong because 
wolves or just minions in general, they start out with very low base damage numbers. Like I'm talking like 12 and you're giving them like a hundred flat lightning. Yeah. They, they end up doing damage after that. It is, is very strong. Well, I, we're going to talk about that bug in just a second. Is this an item that's competitive with squirrels? Okay. All right. It, is it, is it just a bad squirrel build? Does it so, do something differently? The problem here. Okay is we're assuming that squirrels are in a healthy state to be calling a build, right? That, that's Very good point. I like that. Now, yes, once squirrels eventually get the love, the the tough love they finally deserve, then yeah, it probably does something differently than squirrels do because it does a lot of damage. It's also now, a significantly more common helmet. Now... <laughs> We learned this on stream. Don't tell this to anyone out of this. I made bug reports on it and stuff. But if you put on Herald of the Scurry, summon your wolves or squirrels, take it off, and then put on the wolf helmet, you can get the buff onto the squirrels. Of course they you can. Do of course you can. Absolutely phenomenal amounts of damage. I'm talking like... Like, you saw, like, before how stupid they were. I'm talking, like, just ridiculous. So it's, right? it's literally... Obviously, this should not be the case. Your squirrel should die once you take off the helmet so that that can't happen. But, you know. It's it's literally the old squirrel build plus 100 flat damage. Yeah, why not? Just just why not? Just why not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's very, uh, that was a very disappointing find because I'm just like, when I did it, I'm like, this is like the first thing I thought of. Like, why didn't you guys think of this? <laughs> 1.0, the end of this calendar year, within yeah. three months. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be fun. People like bugs. That's a fun bug. Yeah. That's, that's an appropriate bug to Yeah, <laughs> but that's the kind of, the problem is this happened like a few years, this happened a few weeks, like years ago too. Remember when like the old, uh, Boldard's Wrath build was around the one oh where God, you just yeah. charge everywhere. Uh, I saw that. I saw that happen in real time, where like it did an actual like number on the game because when people come back and when they came back and saw that that build didn't work anymore, mm -hmm. they're like, "Oh, all these builds are terrible in comparison." I'm like, "Yeah, because they're not supposed to be that good." If, if that's the only build it's you like, ever played, and then you left the game, and came yeah. back, yeah, you're gonna hate Last Epoch. And squirrels, squirrels is going to be one of those cases as well. Sadly, I I heard someone uh, uh stop playing Last Epoch um, once. 092 came out and they nerfed the damage of static orb charge ground and then they also nerfed like the mind over matter stuff damage taken from mana for health mm -hmm. they're just like well my entire build's done all the gear that i've ever farmed all the crafting i've ever oh, done i know who you're like, talking <clears throat> about you're talking about sam yeah sam's a cool dude so apparently he's not playing the game anymore but i mean i don't blame him but you at the same time i mean the thing is is like when it comes to that kind of thing i always try to warn people that like you shouldn't focus on one build like that because it's never going to end well and you know it never ends well so we can we can call the build like forbidden squirrels just like if you yeah. want your squirrels to have plus 100 lightning damage you can play the forbidden squirrel build yeah it's right. yeah <laughs> so here's here's what i've been doing the past week i, I kind of let you go with the builds you've been playing because you play so many builds man like 
you take mm-hmm. YouTube really seriously and you do an excellent mm-hmm. job showcasing all kinds of nonsense. And like, mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, I've been playing one build since the <laughs> beginning of the 092 well, You've been pack. playing like the broken, like I have 15,000 ward build. It's no, not... <laughs> it's broken because it has eight different DR modifiers. So, That's why it's broken. Let's not, be real. Not to brag or anything. So we uh, we had to update Tunk Lab and the DR, the EHP calculator that he has for damage reduction because it didn't have enough fields available for all of my sources of DR. So it used to be 10, now it's 20 because of this build. Uh, we can face tank tier 4 Jewelra with no Flame Ward. Which probably should not... That, that's a really good litmus test for like things that should or should not be in the game. We... Uh, we hit like 800k damage picks in the dummy. It's like really fun to play. You can get your mana cost to zero in a variety of different ways. We tried playing Ignite, which is pretty. I think it's like significantly worse, but it's pretty. Um, there is, I, I'm astounded by Frostclaw being a last minute addition to the patch in order to solve one specific problem of not having spammable cold skill for runic invocation and how good it is for like the entire Mage Mastery. It ties into everything well. It has ailments. It has base crit. It has procs in it. There's like all of a sudden, Ellie Nova. There, there was always this problem in Mage where you didn't have a good fifth skill. It's like, oh, you can use Arcane Ascendance, but like you never really. You could, you could spec Focus just in case. You could spec Snap Freeze just in case. But like you had four skills that you were really happy with, and then one skill that kind of stinks. And all of a sudden, we have all these ways of, of like specking or sorry, procking Elinova so that you can get Elinova into your build to do extra stuff. And I love the addition of that. It's like Elinova feels like a skill that you could just work into any old mage build now. Great. Yeah. I actually have a bone to pick with Elinova. Actually, fight, speaking fight, of fight. that, go on. Because, uh, like, so my question is why is the skill that requires like 30 plus levels to function? One of the first skills you get in the game, like one of the most expensive builds to play that isn't okay, even good okay. when you get it all set up. Why is it one of the first skills you get? Like, like you know, like to make Ellie Nova functional as a damage skill in general, un- other than the channel node, of mm-hmm. course, we're ignoring that here. Uh, other than that node, it takes so many points to function. So... Yeah, these twenty points that almost do nothing. Let's let's just give it to mm-hmm. the player, you know, in the beginning, right? It's just kind of funny because it's like it's the kind of skill that you should get later than. It's also your point, first right? skill that deals AOE damage, which is criminal. yeah, exactly. It, it's yeah. so criminal for mage early on until you get glacier. Yeah, I how agree. how would you feel about swapping the position of disintegrate with Elinova? You probably do that. That'd be fine. Yeah. Whatever they got to do. I, I think that'd be fine yeah. too. Like that, that feels well, like I mean, so much better. I would better rather Ellie Nova not require 35 points to make it any remotely good. That would, <laughs> that would probably help the situation a lot. Hey, but I, I enjoy using Ellie Nova. I, I've like been one called minute. crazy before. Like one minute while <laughs> leveling, right when you get it, get some AOE damage. It's fine. Yeah. And then you put it on the shelf <laughs> with the rest of your character until level 100. <laughs> So I've been playing uh, one character, but uh, I've got a, I've got a new thing coming up. So we'll we'll pitch this to the Twitch audience and then anyone who's listening on YouTube as well. I've got a build contest. I've done a bunch of build contests in the past. Every time there's like a new unique item or a new affix, we did one for cooldown recovery speed. But we're uh, we're asking people to do the sweetest, not necessarily the best, but the sweetest build possible with the Mad Alchemist Ladle. So it's got like 
a chance to do this, chance to do that, chance to apply Electrify, chance to Poison on Spell Hit, chance to do everything, and then 8% more spell damage per ailment on the enemy. So if people can come up with sweet ideas for that, we've come up with like 15 sweet ideas. Like which one's the best, which one's the coolest, I don't know. But I'm really excited to see what people do for this. You had a pretty dumb idea. Oh, and I, I kind of the... want to see somebody play it. Oh, you mean like the the fire aura thing? Oh, oh yeah. that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, you're not you're, you're not going to catch me five like five miles between that build. That's a dumb your, idea. Your uh, your idea was to play a rogue who famously has no access to spells natively. You have to like use skills or like use items to proc um, spells, but you want to use the fire aura relic on potion use. And then ballista to summon a bunch of potions. Cool. Why not? You could you could even work zombies into that build. Why not? I wasn't being serious at all. With uh, that, I'm by sure the way. that you lit a fire under somebody. <laughs> Somebody's excited to do that. It won't be me. I it sounds terrible. I I tried my idea for it and it ended up falling flat. So oh, you tried something already. What'd you do? Um, I was so. All right, this is a little bit of a spoiler territory. But for the past like year or so, I've been working on a static build, and the the whole problem with static, right, is there is this node inside of it that gives you three charges on crit, right? Now that has that node has been used multiple times now by me to essentially make static into a build, not just a meme, not just this or that, an actual build, and the first iteration was using Battle Mage's Endeavor, I dropped a 3LP one. That plus Mana Strike, plus Lightning Blast, plus Spark Charge and all that, that was enough crits to constantly get you up to 200 charges every three seconds, right? Now, that version was okay. It had no defenses, so I canned it for a bit. And then I saw Dragorath's Claw, it was like, oh, so this is just like Battle Mage's Endeavor, just better though. So, okay, because now you can run Frost Claw on the melee attack and stuff, right? With the Lightning Blast and all that. I was like, okay. But then the ladle was showcased. And if you're not if you're not aware, static, it gets plus one flat damage per charge with the node inside of it, and it makes it cost mana. And that is insanely strong with said ladle. But the problem with said ladle is it has no like attack speed, no nothing on it that would help you get to 200 charges quick enough. So then I swapped back to the Dragorath's Claw, and that was just superior because you just did it more often. So the the ladle static dream is not going to happen at least anytime soon, sadly. I've been uh, thinking recently about dual wielding. Do you mm -hmm. want Runemaster to be able to dual wield? Uh, or is no, that is that encroaching it, on Spellblade too much? I think it has plenty of like things it's doing right now. I don't mm -hmm. think it needs to add that. I think the fact that you're even considering using using catalysts right now on mm -hmm. Rune Master is a plus. Mm -hmm. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking like, do I want to go Spellblade just to be able to do a wield and then still use cast speed? Like, cast speed spellblades are a little bit weird, because, like, you get access to melee attack speed. Why not be using that? Why use spellblade if you're not using melee? But I've been thinking about it. You could just stack cast speed, be a spellblade, in order to dual wield. And, like, I'm, I'm close to playing a Frostclaw build like that. We'll see if it functions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that Room Master gets Runic Invocation. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so instead, instead of doing that, instead of doing ladle, I had, I did a different decision because I had two different sorcerer builds in my head. I had wrong warp meteor in my head, and I had void black hole in my head. So I chose a spinner. Like I used a spinner to choose, and the game has chosen me to play void black hole today. So that is what I am leveling currently. <laughs> No, void, I will not go this, into details. Is this void black hole with like a wand or something? Or is this void black hole with a two-handed spear? You'll understand when that comes out. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> void black hole. It's it's a trip. Is it is it non-crit? Tell me that. It might be. It might be non-crit. Ooh, I uh, love. Okay, I mean, well, I, black hole's a dot, so. Doesn't it have a hit component to it? You can add a hit component to it, but like I'm not using that. Interesting, huh? Yeah, man, it's like <laughs> <laughs> the amount of time that you have to sink into Last Epoch and experiment with these ideas is you have so much more time than I do. Well, it's because, like I said, this is like a part-time job for yep, me. So this exactly. Is what I do on the side. Excellent. Oh, I just got logged out of the game. Whoops. All right. <laughs> Get wrecked. Uh, the little audio popped up there. So we have at least one more thing to talk about. We talked about like the couple of builds we've been planning, um, the things that we've heard other people are doing as well. But we can also talk about Glyph of Insight. So for context, people just not tuning in, uh, Glyph of Insight is reintroduced to the game. Remember, there's two new sources of crafting. One is the Rune of Research, which drops fairly frequently whenever you kill the uh, the Exiled Mage encounter. And the Rune of Research will automatically seal an experimental modifier on an item. The Glyph of Insight has a chance to drop when you use a Rune of Research. And what it does, it's got a lot of text on it, but it upgrades a normal modifier into an experimental modifier. And it does so deterministically. We don't know exactly how that deterministically happens, but it does. It's got well, some Well, we do kind have of- a bone... Because oh. if you use the Cliff of Insight and you put it in there, right, when you have an affix there, it will say whether or not this is compatible with said affix. So you can actually kind of like look through and see which ones are compatible and which ones are not. So we, we at least know which ones work actually with the Cliff of Insight. We, we know that much for sure. Interesting. So I've I yeah. uh I've got a couple of data miners who enjoy spending time in my Twitch chat, and I know that they're like oh, hard boy. at work trying to figure out exactly how this thing happens. But mm-hmm. at, at some point, it's going to be demystified. Currently, we are right smack in the middle of mysticism. We do not know how it works. I'd like to know. <laughs> I, I, what I'd like to do at some point is get to like deterministically crafting frenzy effect boots or haste effect boots. I think those are really awesome. I know previously you said there's a different affix that you were excited about deterministically crafting. The armor one. The yeah. damage over time one specifically. Yeah, the percentage you know. of your armor uh, mitigates damage over time as well. Be good. Having a pair of those gloves while also being like a forge guard is going to be a fun time. A forge guard actually has damage over time mitigation too, unlike most yeah. things in the game. Well, you're also stacking armor. Oh, it's true. So it's true. there might be a forge guard build now finally that can stack less life and focus more on armor maybe maybe i don't know that's a thought okay interesting you have the you have the relic too so 
It's much closer than it was before. Mm. I I hear what you're saying. Maybe you could actually stack armor. I I haven't thought about it from that perspective. Like, mitigating damage over time is a difficult thing to do in Last Epoch because all of your normal defenses don't do anything, right? Like armor, block, dodge, glancing blows, all the things that you have readily ready access to in the game don't really mitigate it. It's like having a big each. Having a big HP pool and then having Leech or some kind of recovery. Those are the best things you can do. Or just don't stand in the poison pool or don't get hit or kill that thing faster. That's pretty much what you do against damage over time. Well, it changed significantly over the past few patches because the rework to poison. Because like now with the rework to poison and all that, poison got significantly worse for us and much better for the enemy. Mm -hmm. And it has caused a lot more problems. Because if you don't know, Chad. Good point, good point. For the most part, poison res doesn't exist. Sometimes you'll get it accidentally. Sometimes you won't. And for the most part, it was fine up until really recently with like the changes. And damage over time has been an absolute menace of late. It has been very not fun in a lot of ways. Let's put it like that. <laughs> so having more ways of mitigating the damage over time will be wonderful. So what if you could stack less life on a character, stack more armor on a character? Uh, this is only going to be on a Sentinel because it's the only one at the Relic. So, oh, I guess your Relic is your other source of armor mitigating mm -hmm. damage time, right? Because you're stacking that on top of that, yeah. Mm. You wouldn't was... want to do this on anything else because of that. I was kind of thinking about like ward base classes. It's pretty good because you have like such a. Big I mean, HP for ward base, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, uh -huh. it's, it's actually insane. Yeah, it is. Insane. And then you uh, maybe is is there. Like, Lich is not a ward-based class, but Lich would work really well with this, because, like, on top of having, like, a bunch of armor from your stacking intelligence, you have a ton of Leech. It's, like, another pseudo-layer against damage over time. You got two health bars. I don't know. I could see Lich prioritizing that on a pair of gloves, too. Yeah. Hmm. Lich might be the thing that I end up leveling today. I could enjoy that. There's a lot of Lich stuff you can do with the ladle, because of, mainly because of the existence of Rip Blood absolutely agree with you it's been really mm -hmm. fun over the past like 24 hours brainstorming all the ways that you can juice up flat damage without respect to like your weapon itself because like, generally speaking your weapon yeah. is where all your flat damage comes from it's pretty cool all right so we talked about glyph of insight talked about the kinds of items that we want to be crafting i haven't experimented too much you know i have 150 runes of research it seems non-trivial. So gotta start using them now. I use them all <laughs> in order to get yep. the glyphs of insight to actually drop. It's a kind of a pain. I've used like maybe yeah. twenty or thirty, and I have three glyphs what, of insight. What I what I plan on doing is just gathering them all in my inventory and then slowly using them, mm -hmm. like gathering all the research items and just shoving them in a box, and then doing them all at once. Them all. Kind of Where's pain. my quad tabs? Where's my quad that tabs? EHG. Absolutely agree with you. Huh. All right. So let's see, uh, is there anything else that's going on in Last Epoch right now? We know that we still have like a couple months to wait for the 1.0 release. There's been murmurs. I don't know if you've heard these, but there's been very little, a couple murmurs of uh, events that are driven by the community, which might be ah. coming our way. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. That'd right. be great. So, if so we, we know got the ladder and stuff. Uh -huh. We we know that Max Roll, or because of the Max Roll interview, ah, yeah, the yes. devs mentioned that they are interested in uh, re-supporting the 
like weekend events that people like Vision GL used to run a year ago. And those were supporting awesome. them. All you have to do is just give us give us our fresh start pack. So That's we'll, so we'll see if anything happens before 1.0. But I've heard yeah. uh, I've heard people like prepping for community events, kind of gathering resources for them, making sure they have everything set up for them. So we might see some community events coming up soon. But of course, if if there are any, I'll certainly be talking about them. And then people like Vision GL will be publicizing those on their uh, appropriate channels too. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I just I love that the conversations yeah. are even happening. Yep, I agree. That'll be fun. All right. So we are only half an hour into the podcast. I feel like there's not much going on. My my brain is full on uh, into using the ladle. What is on your mind? We could talk about. You could talk about actually. We can talk about where is it here. Rune Master and Sorcerer more in detail here. So as you know, as Sorcerer really gets do. found and like Rune Master gets found out and stuff like that, right? I've been realizing it's not even a balance issue per se. It's more of a just a flavor thing. Because the things that Rune Master is doing, like the rune word specifically, if you go look at Sorcerer's Tree, right? It has like dragon mage or whatever mm -hmm. where it's like trying to like oh if you use this element you get this or that and all that but then you go look at rune master and the rune words are like that very thematically like similar better, i hear you like better and of course you have the mana scaling and all that and then like it like yeah it's just it's very interesting to see that kind of and like of course you have like stuff like never late which is like the perfect combo with like meteor and that kind of like concept of giant spell kind uh -huh. of thing. So it's just weird to see that in Rune Master and then like watching Sorcerer be like what it is right now. Sork is one of the oldest things in the game. Like it, <laughs> it's hard to critique it too much. Yeah. Surely oh, I agree. They're going to update it, right? Well, well, like I, well, my problem is now, like I said, is now that Rune Master has the rework sork identity right sure like yeah i'm assuming here what are they gonna do with sork now it could you it know, could be like, it, I, it should be the mana thing right like look at look at the identity of the class yeah. itself like the increased damage yeah. per mana cost of your skill it should just be like yeah. mana and mana regen and mana does this and mana gives you endurance and mana big mana skills yeah more maybe more damage per mana cost instead of increased damage mm -hmm. yeah that'd be a good start I would take that. I liked the idea of mana spent recently. We were talking about this a while back, me and my friends. So it's like, it'd be cool if like you got a bunch of buffs based on the mana cost you spent recently. It was like, for instance, for every 100 mana cost you spent recently, you get like 10 plus flat for the next spell or whatever. Stuff like that. That'd be cool. Just maybe maybe not for like the next spell, but just like mana. plus 10 mana cost. Yeah, or just a buff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you just you want stuff that makes it makes you benefit from spending a bunch of mana because they have that refund mechanic inside teleport now. Uh -huh. They should take advantage of that, and that should just be Sork's kind of like thing where it spends mana and maybe it gets a little bit of a refund back, but like specifically spending mana. And mm -hmm. I like the mana spent gain as ward stuff like that. You you like experimented with be... the mana spent gain as ward. Does that feel good? Uh, it, it is for the most part. The problem with it is like, if you're not doing anything, you have no defenses, 
right? Mm-hmm. So you need to pair it with a different kind of ward gen, like a passive ward gen, mm-hmm. so that you're not just a sitting chicken when you're not doing anything, right? That's like the biggest problem with mana spent Keenus Ward. So that's like, it seems to ironically be like the best on Spellblade because of all the ward per second modifiers and all that. Sure, okay. It, yeah, it ends up being the best on there, ironically. Well, ward that's per actually second one of the reasons why the, the board. Yeah, that's why the Surge build, not Surge, but the static build on Sorcerer is like superior because you're spending all that mana to get that mana spent as ward, right? So it's like, just a constant flow of water okay, per second. Okay, I can see it. Uh, yeah. let, let's circle back yeah. there real quick, because you said you had two Sork builds that you were thinking about playing, mm-hmm. and I haven't heard anyone say that they have Sork builds that they want to play. Are you just playing it because of Black Hole, or is there something that you're, like, happy to be playing uh, Sork for? Uh, Black Hole specifically, because the buffs to Black Hole, because, like, the tripling of the base damage. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, Black Hole has some of the best, like, more damage modifiers in the entire game, if you go look at its tree, right? Uh, it, it it definitely had a lot of those. And before the buff, like, it made, them, made the damage almost playable before, but now it should easily be playable. And this is because of the pair of gloves, the fake raviolis, essentially. Yes! Oh, I'm so happy. So, okay. The fake raviolis, if you don't know, chat, essentially it's called Sacrificial Embrace. You probably don't know what it does because you look at it for a second and you get angry it's not a ravenous void, so you just throw it away. But so essentially what it does is you get an Abyssal Right stack on crit. Your crit multi does nothing anymore, but you can still crit. And when you get to 10 stacks, uh, you can cast a elemental spell specifically directly cast an elemental spell and it will consume said stacks and give you 10 flat spell void and 10 percent void penetration per stack this is insanely strong it's just it did not have its niche before because of the fact that damage over time spells weren't really a thing because you're not really using it on a crit spell right you're not and you know non-crit Hit damage is not a thing currently at much. So essentially your only option was damage over time. Now the only damage over time spell that we had, there was two of them. There was the static orb charge ground, which, you know, had its own thing going mm-hmm. and you didn't really need to use sacrificial embraces. Now, did you? And of course, uh, then there was the specifically uh, black hole. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course, old black hole and old black hole sucked. So, you didn't really have an option to use the gloves for, but now all of a sudden you have a lot of options. You have Glyphid Dominion, you have Frostwall, and of course you have Black Hole. And Black Hole has a lot of damage scaling. So, so you just like generating mana off Mana Strike, like Mana Strike having huge mm-hmm. base critical strike chance. Yeah, you just sure, use Mana okay. Strike with like Frost Claw to get all the crits you need, and sure. you just put down a Black Hole, and it will do damage. Now, how much damage? We will see. I have to still play it, but we've been given a lot of options and a lot of stuff to make the build function. I love it. Okay, that's pretty good. Of course it's bad. That's the defining property of <laughs> No, 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 no. Of course it sucked. Oh, sorry. I was too PG. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. <laughs> my, my PG filter ruined the oh, joke. Oh, God. All right. I like your idea. I tried using Sacrificial Embrace, that pair of gloves, one time. 
and I found a bug immediately, which was very disappointing. Uh, at the time, and this might still be the case, it if you were directly casting elemental skill, it did not count with uh, instant cast skills. So if you're using Sacrificial Embrace along with instant cast uh, static, static would not uh, get all the flat damage, which was really disappointing yeah, to me at the time. I could see that, yeah. If, if slash Black when that gets... Instant uh, cast, right. Say what? Uh, Black Hole is an instant cast. No, it's, right? it's got a cast time to it. Okay, thank God, because like I was about to <laughs> hey, debate myself into leveling this for no reason. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe I'll go double check that because like the build idea was really cool, like attack with, you know, your mana strike, maybe, like, procking Frostclaw as well, getting some extra crits, and then like discharging yep. static with a bunch of void damage. You could even use a blade of the Forgotten Knight. I might return to that build. We'll <laughs> see if that actually got bug fixed at some point. Yeah, the other build that I was planning on playing here was going to be Black Hole with the new uh, wand, Wrong Warp. And you must be wondering, Tread, how could this possibly work? Like, what's what's the point of this? Well, it turns out, with the new patch, with the Never Late, with that gigantic amount of base crit, you combine that after a traversal skill, then, of course, you use the node in Teleport that makes your next skill cost free, then you just get the most egregious Black Hole ever. You just stack everything, right? You get a ridiculous mana cost. And whenever you teleport, you not only get a lot of increased damage because of the buff, you also get to cast, you know, meteors for free, essentially. And the best part of the stupid wand is the last line. The cooldown? 55% cooldown. Well, because one of the problems before was you were gated by cooldown, right? Okay. Because, you know, <laughs> like when you're using it, you, 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 your damage was based on your cooldown, right? And now with Wrong Warp, that you get even more cooldown. You also get increased damage. So not only is your increased damage solved, right? Because wrong warp is stupid, right? You also get all of your crit because of never late. Mm -hmm. And now all you got to do is just make sure you have enough crit multi. And like it might actually make Meteor into something playable. And Meteor is the best skill with it because it's one of the bigger mana costs. Now, of course, you could use Static Orb and be boring, but we're going to use Meteor. Wait, Meteor or Black Hole? Oh, this is a different build. This is a Meteor build? So you're going to, like, yeah, teleport randomly build. around the screen and then cast one big Meteor? Well, it's not even across the screen. If you actually read the text and look at it when you use it, it's, like, in a kind of a small area. It's, okay. like, you can kind of guess. It's actually not as when, bad When as, you like, use it? That thing's very rare. I don't even have one yet. Oh, get wrecked then. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a build showcase it's not a build guide until i can also play it of course totally <laughs> i love the idea that sounds like a good name i'm pretty mm -hmm. cool well, i mean like it might not even be a meme that's just how strong the concept is it's like it's it's there you know what i mean like we we, we considered doing a build contest for never warp and like never warp in case you haven't read it it randomly uh randomly teleports you when you use teleport or transplant it randomly moves you around your character, approximately the size of Bastion of Honor, like that circle around your character, I guess. And then yeah. it also freezes monsters around where you end up. And then it makes you immune to damage for one second. And it gives you a damage based on your movement speed, I think. You have 3% increase uh, spell damage per movement speed you have, which I've, can scale I've, I've really even hard. heard of people using it on a, what was it, on a, on a druid and a werebear? Because you get so much movement speed? Yep. Sure, just yep. like using it as a stat stick. It's a cool item. I it hope I can actually item. get one someday, but it's a cool item. Yeah. 
just uh you know play more i i'm trying man i got a kid to take care of i got responsibilities during the day and what a pain you know, i could let you borrow mine if we had you know a way of you know trading you know i can't wait to see the bugs that happen when trade gets implemented in the game oh i'm sure I'm it's, sure. it's gonna be Hopefully I mean, it's not Wilson. You know what I mean? Dude, I literally like it won't be. We're already better than Wilson. People forget how stupid Wilson was on launch. I I never played Wilson. Not many I people actually heard played it. About it. It is it is it was very bad. Very 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 bad. It's like like the game right now is significantly better than Wilson ever was. So it's like fine. that's not it, a problem. It, it's funny. I still get people coming into Twitch chat saying like, "Is Last Epoch a good game?" And first of all. It's a bad question because you're asking somebody who's currently streaming Last Epoch. Like, of course, I'm a biased person. Yeah, you should go ask someone else that's not right. playing Ellie right now. But Last Epoch is already an excellent game. Like, I've already played it for 5,000 hours. I'm already enjoying the hell out of it. You know, I've been playing it for two years or so. Like, it's already great. Like, who cares about the 1.0 release? A everyone. Yeah. Everybody cares. I don't really care, but everyone, you know, cares about the 1.0. You only get one chance to do 1.0. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, that's that's kind of my opinion on that. It's like, this is like when people are coming in to try your game that haven't played it in like a few years because they've been waiting for 1.0. They've been waiting for that spicy warlock. They've been waiting for Falconer. I, gotta be good. I can't wait for Falconer. Warlock or Falconer? Which, which, which team are you on? Team Warlock or Team Falconer? Uh, warlock, I hate Rogue. I can't believe you would say that. I, I'm... Firmly, I hate Rogue. I absolutely, I absolutely detest the current state of Rogue. In well, that's why ways. Falconer is going to be so good. It'll it'll breathe new life into those boring trite builds. Like we can actually talk about that if we have time. Why not? Like about the. My Listen, I don't. I don't want to drag on the podcast. Rogue. But if we have an interesting <laughs> topic that we're both passionate about, let's do it. So tell mm -hmm. me, what what are you what are you ragging on now? Oh, I was just talking about just Rogue in general and just how it kind of like kind of i don't know it's like it's good but only in specific spots there's only very specific builds right now that are like what i would consider as good if that makes sense like we can we can like go down the list of the skills here and you can understand what i'm talking about here it's I like i feel like we're almost overdue for a uh for a tier list podcast but let me let me say my spiel first and then we'll we'll yeah, go, go back ahead. to what you were saying right what what i'm mm -hmm. excited for when it comes to falconer is that skill for skill, Rogue is missing the most skills out of every single base class. You're missing point, you're missing skills in like the very first 12 skills. You're missing skills that you unlock in your mastery. You're missing skills from like both the classes or both the masteries that are currently in the game. And then you're missing all five skills from Falconer, two of which you can cross spec if you're playing a different class. Like you're missing so many skills and of the skills that are currently available, some of them are Acid Flask and yeah. extremely niche Ballista. Like, you really don't have much to work with when it comes that to That was something that, that was something that, like, made me happy was seeing how well Zork is off now. Yes. Because yes. of Rune Master existing. That was very nice to see, to be honest. I enjoyed that. So, so you hate Rogue. I, I love, I love what is going to happen. Okay. I'm, I'm so hopeful. I'm, I'm like super high let on us, copium. Let us, let us, let us, let us, let us have a conversation then. So my problem with Rogue right now is it got a lot, and, I'm, and I say this, a lot 
of unfair nerfs early in its development. Like a lot of unfair nerfs, mainly because of certain, you know, things that were out there. So like, for instance, right. Let's, 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 let's like remember back at rogue release, right? Like even multi-shot got nerfed. Remember that? Like multi-shot got nerfed in the damage department. Rogue, uh, rogue was a lot implemented. of nodes on the passive tree got rogue nerfed. Rogue was implemented slightly like, before I started playing. So this is all you. Oh, okay. Okay. So essentially when rogue, like when we got rogue, it was in a decent spot and marksman specifically, right? It was like a fun class to play and a lot of people were playing it and i don't really think it was broken at the time but for some reason they kind of just started like open blazing like for instance first off the elemental arrow thing that got nerfed for no reason i i thought that was a completely fine mechanic like getting all that resistance for free because that was actually one of the biggest problems with marksman is you have a lot of gearing pressure right in general because, like, like, whenever you play a marksman, do you ever feel like you n- never have enough affixes? Yep. Your suffixes are <laughs> it's because strange. It's because there's not enough stats inside your passive tree like other classes, right? Because, like, you look at, like, specifically, like, Sentinel or whatever, or all these other classes, even, like, Sorcerer now gets more stats, base stats in general in that regard. But just all these nodes and all these changes that were made before the class kind of, like, blossomed per se if that makes sense and it's kind of led it in this really weird spot where like i'll be honest i can't really recommend any marksman builds right now i don't know about you but like like specifically like i used to recommend detonating arrow but i don't even feel like recommending detonating arrow anymore because just to get it to function it requires so much effort you know what i mean it's like there's like like the only there's like two ish marksman builds that i would happily recommend yeah, it's like, it's definitely a lot worse than it was, I think. And I kind of just don't like that. I don't like the current state of Marksman, because it's supposed to be that kind of class fantasy where it's like, you know, a bunch of arrows, mm-hmm. you're doing, like, you're supposed to be a glass cannon. It's like a glass cannon without the cannon part. And it's like, <laughs> what's you're the point? Glass. Yeah, you're just glass. And, yeah, they did give us a little bit of it back with the shift buffs. Uh, giving us back the more damage after shift. Mm-hmm. I haven't messed around with that much yet, but you play overall, it made it made then the, of course the best build better. Yeah, and then we can talk about like Blade Dancer and Blade Dancer. Just yeah, Blade Dancer has been through a lot of rough times because like it's been so prejudicedized because of or whatever you want to word you want to use again. Go on, like, go whatever on. Word you want to use, right? Because of the existence of one thing, i.e. shadow daggers, right? Mm-hmm. The the fixation on shadow daggers and nerfing, buffing, fixing all, just shadow daggers has let the rest of the class kind of just what I would say rot, per se. It's into, really hard to play like, a Blade Dancer build that isn't using like shadow daggers. Why, why is there not a crit puncture build? Like a, just a dual-wield crit puncture build like that should be a thing right where you like the essentially like the ladle how you get deal more damage per ailment and all that that should be a thing on puncture and it's there but let me read you the note right it's it's weirdly capped too isn't it yeah let me read you the note here puncture hits deal more damage per unique negative ailment on the target 
And then the way that node scales is it scales per max ailments counted. So it goes all the way up to five and it gets to 35% more damage, right? And then you just compare that to the ladle, right? You can see the difference <laughs> uh, in like skill design. You know sure. what I mean? It's kind of old. And, yeah. Yeah. It's not even just kind of old. It's just like, I don't know what was going on back then. Like, I don't know what they were expecting when it comes to this specifically, right? Because, like, the thing is, is, like, Umbra Blades is fairly new, right? Mm -hmm. Remember how they finally nerfed the node in Shadow Cascade that applied Shadow Daggers on hit? They finally nerfed that. And the patch that they nerfed it, we got Umbra Blades in, which was just that but better, right? Mm -hmm. And that hasn't really seen any changes in regards either, right? Like, Umbra Blades is still what umbral blades was other than blade storm but like to be honest like that was only one facet of the problem right and of course you have you know like I, I can keep going and you have like skills like dancing strikes like this is supposed to be the runic invocation of blade dancer right it's supposed to be your bread and butter it's supposed to be shatter daggers use constantly like yeah yeah okay. it, yeah it, it, like like essentially dancing strikes is supposed to be your main utility oh, oh, skill, gotcha, your okay. main damage skill like kind of like meteor kind of like a racing strike stuff like that and it's currently in the state that it is so overall it's just like it's just weird to be a blade dancer right now because you end up just ignoring all of these skills because they just don't really have the numbers to support anything mm -hmm. i hear you yeah which is weird because, like, when I remember specifically when Rogue came out, right? Everyone was like, oh, my God, Rogue's OP, Rogue's OP, Rogue was OP in the background. It's like, I mean, one facet of it was with, you know, Shadow Daggers and stuff. But now it's like, I don't see much of Rogue anymore because of that. And I'll be honest, I've kind of, like, every so often when the balancing of a mastery will go bad, I kind of just ban it from my rotation and blade dancer and you know marksman are currently in the corner right now so those are just like that. masteries that you don't want to use for a build video not a lot yeah, of i just i just don't touch them right now okay there's just yeah it's just not being touched right now because there's no point like i'll play lethal mirage but that's because lethal mirage is really good while the rest of the class is bad right and it's also now, not course, shatter daggers and it's cool yeah got some flair to it sure mm -hmm. yeah it's it's got a lot to it yeah yeah, it's it's just weird. The last time that you and I talked about Blade Dancer specifically, there were people who went off on the forums quoting you and I saying that Blade Dancer is garbage. <laughs> and I want to be I clear would... about this. As long as long as we have a yeah. captive audience, it is not garbage. Yeah. It is quite good. Yeah. There are strong things you can do. It's boring. <laughs> I don't want to play it, but it is good. This is, you gotta, yeah, you gotta like, make sure you understand what we're complaining about. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, the problem is those people, what they'll do is they'll play like Umbral Blades. I'm like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And they never like try like crit, like try crit Cinder Strike. And then come back to me <laughs> on that do, and tell me that. Do right? not like, play crit Cinder Strike. Do not do that. Or no, maybe no, no. play crit flurry non-channeled and come back to me now. Yeah, like like that. That'll be a good time. You're hurting you me. Know? All all the things that I want to be playable that I've actually tried in the past. You're just mocking them. Well, that's the thing. Flurry was playable because of a bug, and it's like they removed the bug. Yeah, like right. That was the quadratic did, scaling on attack speed. To. Yeah, eh. but 
if that's what it took to make it playable, then we have a problem. Then shouldn't here, shouldn't you know? that be the litmus test? Like we were saying earlier, like if you can tank yeah. tier four jewel row with no flame ward, then there's probably yeah. too much DR somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you if you what what, what we <laughs> lost track of what we're saying. Well, the thing with the channeled flurry, it was like, well, oh, my sure. problem is, is like with the bug, it was deleting tier four Jirla quickly, uh -huh. right? With ailments. Without the yeah. bug, with ailments specifically, right? And without the bug, it's like a limp noodle. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't we have some 1.0 release by the end of this maybe, calendar year? Yeah, I know. Instead of quadratic scaling with flurry, it could be maybe two time scaling, mm. you know, eh? or maybe crit flurry could actually his, I don't know. It's just, obviously I'm not really like, like qualified to talk about any of this. I just play the game too much. Right. Mm -hmm. I hear you. <laughs> it's like we, we say that we're looking for Falconer and rune master and trade by the introduction of 1.0, the end of this year, but like mm. balance patches, performance, not lagging when I pick up a bunch of shards off the ground. Like, there's a lot of stuff. All these bug fixes, me being able to play void damage static spellblade. Like, speaking of that, like, uh, like, speaking of a bug that's been, well, not a bug, but like a problem that's been happening of late that I've been really, really hating. Go ahead. Is I had recently a few people that are like, hey, Shred, why don't you include more tier four Jirla kills in your videos? I, I think you're kind of like, showing off a bunch of papega builds like you're not really like pushing them to their full extent you're not okay really, like, valid criticism okay. yeah right and i'm like well how about you go online and then go try to do a dungeon yourself and time yourself how long you spend <laughs> in loading streams right it's so boring it's so boring like, yeah you mean you, you mean the loading time for the doors right like who wants to who wants to spend that long in loading <laughs> streams right like because my problem is when I play a build and I play t like my builds aren't always the best builds ever, obviously. Right. So sometimes I need to tune the build. I need to like, oh, I, my wolves died to T4 Jirla beams. Mm -hmm, I guess I mm -hmm. need to go fix that. But the problem is every single time I do that and I want to test against tier 4 Jirla, I have to sit through like 20, 20 minutes solid of just sitting and loading screens. I, I legitimately like, think that I could play an entire game of Marvel Snap in the time that it takes for one of those doors to load. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit it's, long it's right insane. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's like, why aren't you doing dungeons? I'm like, because I actually want to like, you know, have some free time maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, listen, maybe, maybe next time I do a dungeon, I'll just play like bullet chess in the background while we wait for the door to load. <laughs> Be a good time waster. All right. Yeah. I think that's gonna about do it for this uh, for this podcast here. Did just shy of yeah. one hour. I was I wasn't sure that we had things actively to talk about that have been going on with the patches and the bug I fixes mean, we, that we've we had. We kind of had a lot of stuff bubbling up to the top. Yeah, just, we just haven't ever reason to talk about it because you know there was no news or anything, right? Mm -hmm. Well, listen, you know what? There there are a handful of people that I'd like to bring on the podcast as guests. Mm -hmm. We can pick yep. their brains and see what they've been doing. Uh, if people here on Twitch or YouTube or Spotify, if you're listening later on, if you've got ideas about people you'd like to talk to or even topics of conversation that you'd like to see us pick apart here on the podcast, let us know about that. Otherwise, I'm going to go grab a guest for the next one because I think that's always a lot of fun meeting new people. So, Dread, yep. thank you as also, always. Oh, also, I just uploaded 
the one from last week. I totally you just uploaded been, the one for yeah. last week. All right. YouTube and Spotify. Awesome. <laughs> thank you as always for being here. I appreciate it. Dread, thank you as well for spending your time on a Friday evening with me. I'm going to go level Anytime. a lich or something. I'll see you next time. Yeah. Have a good one. See ya.